Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. The top two questions I get asked about by my Quick and Dirty Tips listeners are chest pain and anxiety. And today's topic is one that includes both, panic disorder. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash housecall. So what is a panic attack? Well, having a panic attack is actually different from having panic disorder. A panic attack occurs suddenly and typically reaches its peak within 10 minutes before subsiding. The incident includes an intense feeling of fear or anxiety, along with at least four of the following symptoms. Sweating, chest pain, palpitations, shortness of breath, dizziness, tingling, trembling or shaking, nausea or abdominal discomfort, chills or hot flashes, and fear of dying. Now, panic disorder, on the other hand, is diagnosed when panic attacks are recurrent and unpredictable. Because they seem to occur out of nowhere, patients often fear having another one. This fear must technically be present for at least one month for a diagnosis of panic disorder. And in panic disorder, this fear is so great that it starts to change the way people behave in order to prevent the panic episodes from happening. For instance, those with panic disorder may refuse to leave their homes for fear of having an attack in public places or crowds. They may refuse to take the bus or attend work meetings for fear of having one there. This is referred to as agoraphobia or fear of the outside. Also, because the symptoms are so distressing, patients often have a great fear that they are suffering from a heart attack and are seen in the ER actually multiple times. In fact, panic attacks and anxiety are some of the most common causes of chest pain. So who gets panic disorder? Well, about 5% of the population suffers from panic disorder, although studies show that up to one-third of us have actually experienced a panic attack. It tends to be twice as common in women and can begin as early as adolescence. Panic disorder tends to occur in those with a family history of anxiety, but environmental factors also contribute to its development. For instance, people experiencing stressful life events or who have endured childhood trauma can actually develop panic disorder, especially if they have a genetic tendency towards it. So what can mimic panic disorder? Well, before you jump to conclusion, it's important to rule out other causes of similar symptoms. When discussing your symptoms with your doctor, you will likely have a blood test to rule out for hyperthyroidism in addition to a possible electrocardiogram and or a heart monitor if you experience heart symptoms such as heart palpitations or chest pain. Cocaine, amphetamines, and excessive caffeine use can also trigger panic attacks and or exacerbate them. Therefore, if you do use these substances, it's important to stop and share this information with your doctor as well. So how is panic disorder treated? Well, first line of treatment is a group of medications referred to as the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or commonly referred to as SSRIs, which tend to work very well to prevent future panic attacks by regulating the brain chemicals that are often imbalanced in those with panic disorder. These drugs can take anywhere from two to six weeks to start working, but they tend to work well for most people. Some doctors prescribe a benzodiazepine, such as alprazolam, to take as needed for the first few weeks until the SSRI kicks in. However, 
Benzodiazepines are highly addictive and have significant side effects. They should not be taken long-term and are not the treatment of choice for panic disorder. It's also important to get enough sleep every day to exercise and to avoid caffeine in order to minimize symptoms. Also, many patients with panic disorder self-medicate with alcohol, substance abuse, or prescription drugs. These may temporarily alleviate the symptoms, but will ultimately only make the situation worse. So if you suffer from panic disorder, get the help you need from your primary care doctor or a psychiatrist who can prescribe you the right treatment which can include medication, talk therapy, or both. What you don't want to do is trade one disorder for another by creating an addiction on top of your panic. Before I go on, just a short word from our sponsor, Audible.com. Since my identical twin girls were born in December, I've been pretty busy to say the least. Since they are my first kids, I didn't realize that they would consume every single moment of my time even after four months. When we first brought them home, the greatest challenge was their feeding schedule of every one to two hours, and that went on for about two and a half months since they were so premature. But now, at four months of age, our biggest obstacle is their sleep. If they could only sleep just a little here and there, I would be able to get some of my chores done. After talking about this with my friend, she actually recommended the book called Secrets of the Baby Whisperer, How to Calm, Connect, and Communicate with Your Baby, and I just can't wait to listen to this while I'm feeding my girls. I have an iPad and headset ready to go. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash housecall. That's audiblepodcast.com slash housecall. For a list of some patient resources regarding panic disorder, please visit the Quick and Dirty Tips website for this episode. So don't forget to join the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages too, where you could read my health-related tips. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content does not substitute any medical advice and does not replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed doctor in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a healthy and anxiety-free week.